Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. As always, thank you for all the love shown this past week and just for all of eternity. I finally, finally, y'all, I've been like meaning to do this for so long, but I finally started posting reels and TikToks of clips of my podcast, which was such, I feel like, a missing step to just the podcast experience and like creation process. I started posting videos, like Instagram videos, but I was like, why am I not doing reels? So I've been just trying to, you know continually grow the podcast and make it better it's really come a long ways even though you know obviously it's not perfect but I feel like I've just even this past year come a long way so thank you so much to you guys for supporting and inspiring me and just interacting with the podcast for listening for commenting for dming me you know your takes on whatever I'm talking about because I would have no motivation or willpower to keep going and advancing if it wasn't for y'all and I just want to say Especially after this past weekend, which we're gonna... Oh, bitch, we got some story times coming in this episode. Um, I just feel all the more grateful for my community, for our community on here. But I just feel so seen and understood for who I really am by you guys. So thank you so much for fucking with me, for allowing me to be myself and like do what I love. And I'm just excited to like keep going um and yeah like I wouldn't be here without you guys so thank you like I genuinely just like woke up today feeling so grateful because just some bullshit went down this weekend bro like so we're gonna get into that um but before we get started this is not a sponsor but I did just want to give them a little shout out they're not paying me to say this but they do pay me when you guys use my code you know summer is here even though it does not feel like it in LA It's been like 55 degrees. I'm literally wearing a hoodie right now. It rained the other day. It's been windy and cold. I'm like, bro, it does not feel like summer whatsoever. But you know, summer is officially here. And I know we all like to do outdoor things in the summer. We like to be where it's hot. We like to go swimming. We like to do activities outside. We like to exercise outside. We like to hike. We like to take trips. We like to travel. Some of us like to go to day parties. We like to have those bottomless mimosas sometimes. And for all of these events, it's so important to stay hydrated. What a great read that would be. I just like made that up off the top of my head, but like what a great ad read if this was one. So what better way to combat dehydration than with a liquid IV? It has electrolytes. They have a whole bunch of different flavors. And what I've been doing is my classic drink when I go out to a bar or whatever is a tequila soda with lime. So what I've been doing is adding like half a liquid IV pack to my drink because it's kind of like when people add like the Mio drops or whatever to their vodka sodas or tequila sodas just to give it some flavor without the calories. And this is great because it also gives you hydration. So I would really recommend that if you are one to drink and it really does help. So you can get 25% off with my code Stella.Ray on their website. I would really recommend checking them out because It's just, they come in such handy. I used to be really big on Pedialyte, but you can't really travel with that. It's just a lot more inconvenient and then you can't just have it sitting around forever. 
Whereas these packs, like you just get a pack of them and you can just have them. You can throw them in your bag, throw them in your carry-on bag, throw them in your purse when you're going out. Like they're bomb. They just come in handy so often. So definitely check them out. This is genuinely a product I use all the time, like for all of these activities. Definitely use my code so you can get 25% off, help support me and the podcast. You can also get them at Whole Foods and stores like that, but if you want that discount, get them on their website online. Again, this is not sponsored, but I do get a percentage when you guys use that code. So if you wanna support, check them out. But yeah, it's just like so on brand for me. So I have that beverage, and then I also have a venti iced Americano. It's pretty old by now. Also, fun fact about me, I always do mobile order for starbucks because i just feel like my order is so specific and like lengthy to say these days so i just prefer to type it in you know select it in the app and then just go pick it up so i don't have to explain it verbally and normally the one i go to during the weekdays will be so i think because more people are going back in the office these days and stuff it will be packed so if i do a mobile order i need to wait at least like 10 minutes to go pick it up whereas before in the olden days i could like order it as i was walking to the starbucks so now i definitely have to wait but it's so hit or miss because like today i went i waited a little bit and then i went and mine was the only order and all the ice had melted so i was like can y'all like give me more of like a heads up i feel like the pickup time is never accurate but what i've been getting is venti iced americano either half decaf or two-thirds decaf today i got half decaf with extra ice two pumps of classic syrup, a splash of oat milk, and light salted caramel cold foam on the top. The salted caramel cold foam is so good. It tastes exactly like real caramel. I think I was telling you guys this in a past podcast, but it does not have a candle taste. It is not overly artificial. It's just like so good. So this, because I just feel like a cold beer is like too much caffeine for me these days. So when I can get like a half decaf Americano or even two thirds decaf Americano, with the cold foam, it's just like the perfect amount of sweetness and like espresso flavor. It's just been really good. So that's my current Bev. And yes, I have a straw because all the cold foam is pretty much like gone at this point. And then I also have my regular water bottle. So let me know in a comment below what beverages you have today. So let's just like dive right into these story times, you guys. Um, I feel like I feel like on this podcast, I normally talk about specific topics and like not necessarily about my personal life or story times but i guess i'm just in the mood to switch it up today but we are going to be talking about love bombing later on as like an official topic because i kind of got brought up in last week's episode i think in a comment or something so i wanted to touch on that today um but let me just like share with you these story times first i feel like it's the retrograde it is the retrograde because every time i've tried to go out this past month honestly a month It's just been not a good time. Like, you know, it's not like I go out to meet guys, but even like that, like I haven't met anyone, you know, interesting, not not interesting, but just like intriguing. A lot of plans just haven't worked out. I even remember on Cinco de Mayo, my friend and I tried to go to this bar and it was just like so, it was like a newer bar, but they've been open for a few months, so... It's like a restaurant bar. So I assumed like Cinco de Mayo, like it'd be great. And they were just so unorganized and all over the place. And that was at the beginning of the month. So it's just this whole month. Like I feel like every time I've tried to make a social plan and outing, it's just like gone to shit to some level. So this past weekend was really just the cream of the crop of bullshit. 
So it started out on Friday. My friend and I decided to do an after work happy hour, which I think is so chic. And let me just say, I want to talk later about like summer vibes, but I feel like one of my summer vibes slash rules is just like chic stuff like that. Like I really just prefer going out during the day slash early evening. I'm just really on my sleep routine these days. So I just prefer to go out. Like I love a happy hour. Like I think that's so chic. And I think also, I know I've talked about it on here, but I've just been trying to be more intentional with where I spend my time. So if I do want to go out and be around people and be social or like, you know, have a drink or something, I'd rather go to an establishment that's like just a little more, I feel like grown up. Like, I just feel like the club scene, especially in LA and Hollywood, it's just a lot of the same vibe, the same people over and over. Like if you've been to one of them, you've been to all of them pretty much. Um, like obviously different clubs have different vibes, but it's just like a lot of the guys are the same and it's just, especially, you know, Hollywood. Um, it's just, it's not really for me. So, you know, I would rather go to like a chic restaurant or like a happy hour or sit at the bar of like a nice restaurant. And then you just meet like a whole bunch of different people. And I've just been enjoying that a lot more when I do want to like be out and be social. My step, I think like one of my goals is to try and do that by myself but I honestly just get scared. But let me know, like, are you one to have a night out by yourself or like evening out? I always see TikToks and it's always like girls in New York. Like they're just like, have, spend a night out with me. And then she's like, I just happened to start talking to these people. It's very air sign energy. Like <laughs> that's just not me. Um, but anyway, so we decide to go to a chic happy hour. What we think is going to be a chic happy hour on Friday. And I did already tell this story on instagram on my story but i know some people weren't able to catch it so i'm just gonna retell it and then there's more that i'm gonna add on um so we get to this place i'm actually i'm gonna name drop it it was zinc or zinke in downtown la they have a few different locations i have been to the one on melrose i had not been to this one so we go it's like super cute inside like it's really it's a lot more spacious than i thought there's people still like working on their laptops, but then they have like a nice bar. And I was seeing they had like a little flyer for like comedy night. And like, I was just like, wow, this is like what I want. Like, I would love to come here, get a tea, work on my laptop, or even like get a drink, work on my laptop. Like that's so cute. And it just had that chic vibe that I, you know, I'm looking for. There was a couple bartenders, you know, they were cool. Everyone was really nice. Um, so we get a drink, we get our happy hour drink. And we're like the only, there's like one older guy at the bar like a little further down um and then just like a couple people in the restaurant like sitting at tables just like working like it's very cafe type of vibes or at least it was at this time we're like having our drink we're sipping our water then a busboy comes and puts his body all the way in between us in between our two chairs to fill up our waters which didn't need to be filled up i didn't really think anything of it other than like whoa like personal space violation like I was just kind of like whoa like it was just so sudden I was like what why is he standing that close to us like why did he have to insert his whole body like in between our bar stools like it was weird and then also like our waters didn't need to be filled up especially my friends like y'all know me I will drink my water but we had pretty much just gotten there and if we're sitting at the bar it's like I feel like it's the bartender's job to like check in if we need water not the busboy and especially not you like 
inserting your whole body like in between us like it was just i was like what the fuck but whatever so we just keep chatting and like having our experience whatever so a little time goes on we only have one drink there so we're not really there for that long he's walking around the restaurant and he just keeps looking at us and kind of giving us like this creepy smile and i said this on instagram but you know sometimes especially in this restaurant kind of scene like a waiter will hit on you or like the bus boy or whatever but you can kind of just tell it's harmless you could just tell it wasn't that vibe like he just had a bad vibe so he comes back and then he's just calling us beautiful so much in like a bad way like oh hey beautiful you need more water beautiful oh you guys are so beautiful and it was just like again it was not cute it was not flirtatious it was like weird and creepy and just like his vibe and his facial expressions and the way that he was saying it it was just like too much and it's like why are you coming over here again we are still on our first drink we don't please don't fill up our water like please don't and then he tries to take my friend's drink and she's not done with it and she's like please don't so that was weird because again we're sitting at the bar like i feel like it's the bartender's job to ask for okay you're not even a waiter like you're the bus boy so it was just like I don't know, maybe that has nothing to do with it. And that's like, that's just what he always does. He's supposed to check in on people at the bar, but I've never experienced that before. So anyway, we finished our drink. We're like, let's go. Cause we wanted to go somewhere else after this. We walked to the bathroom and the bathroom's like down this long hallway. You have to pass the kitchen and him and I guess his coworker are standing outside the kitchen and they're just like watching us go by. Like it literally felt like when you walk past men on the street, they're like sitting down and you're like uncomfortable (laughs) and one of them whistles at us as we walk by and i just kind of like ignored it because i'm just used to ignoring it like if i'm walking down the street i i don't look like i'm not one to be like fuck off or like (sighs) like i just mind my own business i pretend like i don't hear them i keep walking but this was not the street this is like a nice establishment so whatever we just go to the bathroom and this bathroom is like not an open concept bathroom, but it's the type where like there's two or three like stalls, like rooms, like they have an actual door that closes and then the sink is just like out. So I think there was like a men's and a women's, but the sink area is like for everyone. So we just went right to the mirror. We're like fixing our hair or whatever before we go into a stall. He follows us in there and he just like comes up so close behind us that I literally am like bracing myself for him to like grab my ass or something. Like that's what I thought was about to happen. But then he just like goes into the stall right next to us and just kind of like like walks in there and like holds it open and it's just like looking us up and down like i was like he this is like an invitation to join him in the stall like that was the vibe (laughs) so creepy like so creepy ew like just imagine like like if he was a cartoon he'd be like a rat like you know like templeton in charlotte's web and how he just has that like creepy rat facial expression like this was that guy (laughs) we're just getting a little more detailed than in my instagram story because we have the time here but so my friend and i just look at each other we're like ew and then we go into a stall together because we're fucking scared no one wants to be out in the open with this predator on the loose and as soon as we close the door someone bangs on the door (sighs) no one tries to open the door they just bang on it so i'm like if this was like another patron you know, if you wanted to see if the if it was open, you'd, op- you'd try to open it first. If you saw it was locked, maybe you'd knock or you'd wait. I'm sure this was the guy. He knew we went in there and he banged on the door. To like, I don't know. Be fucking weird. So my friend's like, I'm going to go yell at him. And she opens. she's a lot more confrontational than me. So she opens the door, but he's like vanished. Um, so 
whatever ip and we're like getting ready to leave and we're just like should we tell someone like i don't know and then we're like i don't want him to get fired and it's just like I don't want to be like a Karen and this is like so fucked because he's literally sexually harassing us and I'm like I don't want him to get in trouble you know like that's like fucked like why do I think like that um so luckily he's gone we're like walking back through the hallway no one's there we walk out no one's there so we're like okay like whatever and then we're walking out and we're like should we have told someone like I don't know and just the whole walk back like I just was so grossed out like my whole body was just like disgusted it was just so creepy and like it sucks just because it's also so like i don't know normalized i'm also just the type of person and i know a lot of other women can relate like some women are a lot more confrontational than me i know this but i feel like a lot of us like our instinct is just like to look away to like not escalate the situation or it's like oh like i don't know what he's gonna do like if i tried to you know, stand up for myself, especially when you are on the street. This probably would have been a safe space to be confrontational because he's at his place of work and like we're customers. So I made my Instagram story time and I tagged them. They never opened it. My friend left a review on Yelp and we're thinking of like calling or whatever. This is going to go up like a little while after this has happened. So we haven't done it yet. So what do you guys think? Like what would you have done in that situation? You know, when shit just happens like so fast, you don't even really process like, not that it's fucked up, but like how you need to react until after because like my immediate just like automatic reaction again is just to like not pay him any mind to like ignore him which honestly is a it's like a good way to go when you're out in public on the street like sometimes the best thing is just to mind your own business and to not feed into feed into it i know there's that recent trend on tiktok of like you know when you get catcalled by a man on the street just like tell them oh i don't have any change (laughs) it's like yeah it's that can be funny, but also it's just like, again, you never know like how, especially a random man on the street, especially is going to like take something like that. And for your own like safety, it's just sometimes the best way to like, just pretend like you don't hear them and just like, and it sucks because like, we should be able to stand up for ourselves, especially when we don't feel safe, but it's just like, you never know. So I don't know, like, what do you guys do? in situations like that like on the street or in establishments like should I call them and then it's also just like I think I mentioned this on my in my story but pretty much I think the I think it was a hostess at the front but everyone else who worked there was a man so it's just also like okay it's not like he actually touched me or like well it wasn't that bad and that too is like it's like am I gaslighting myself because that's also how a lot of women talk themselves out of or make themselves feel guilty for like SA happening. Technically, you know, I said yes at the beginning or like, well, it's not like he actually did this or like, oh, it could have been worse. But the truth is like if someone actually was respecting you as a human being, like none of that would have even happened in the first place. You know, it's like you wouldn't treat someone like that. So why do they think it's okay to treat them to you? And also I was talking about this with someone on Instagram, um, but I think she said something like, oh, like, did he actually think those tactics would work? And it just got me thinking, like, I feel like often it's not about genuine interest or, like, even genuine attraction. I mean, yeah, they're going to see, like, oh, you know, you're pretty, you're hot, you have tits, you have ass, whatever they're thinking. Um, 
But it's like if someone was actually interested in you, they wouldn't go about it in that way. So therefore, you know, a lot of the time, most of the time, catcalling and behavior like this man exhibited are just very much ways to dominate women and to control us and just to kind of make us feel like threatened and like uneasy and unsafe, you know, because if we just, if we felt safe all the time, you know, they wouldn't be able to manipulate us as much. They wouldn't have as much power. The takeaway from this and why I share it is I guess number one, don't be afraid to speak up, especially in this situation because it wasn't on the street or anything. I probably should have said something even to him, like that's inappropriate, stop. Um, and I, I feel like I should have at least like told a manager or something right then and there. Um, but I guess also like don't beat yourself up for not doing more in a situation like this or any kind of situation, especially, you know, when a man is trying to intimidate you or make you feel unsafe or uneasy. And even in more extreme cases, you know, it's just so easy to like think later of everything we could have done differently to try to protect ourselves or stand up for ourselves. And the truth is like in situations like that where we're suddenly ca caught off guard or suddenly just feel uncomfortable or unsafe, like our brain is just going to automatically do what it knows how in order to protect us, you know? So it's not like you're able to just like really sit down and think with my logical brain, like what would be the best next move for my present and future self? It's like, no, your brain is going into, you know, just automatic like survival mode. Like, okay, I just need to get out of this situation. I need to protect myself. I need to be safe. And that's my number one priority. I'm not thinking logically, you know? And that's why so often like we freeze or we just don't know like what to even do, you know? So don't beat yourself up for it um, because, yeah, I just feel like it's so common. Like, bro, I fucking did it to myself. Like, oh, well, I guess it wasn't that bad. Like, nothing really happened. Even though I feel, like, so grossed out and just, like, ew and, like, I never want to go back there again. Uh, I'm still like, well, I mean, something worse could have happened, so it's, like, not worth reporting. It's like, no, he's just going to keep doing that to every woman that goes in there and making it just, if anything, like at the least, just a hostile like environment. Like I can't fully relax from the moment he first came and like refilled our waters. I was like on alert, you know, even if like it was kind of subtle, subtly, it was still just like, I, I wasn't able to fully relax and just enjoy my time with my friend. So that was fucked. Um, but yeah, let me, again, like, let me know what you would have done. But also, yeah, let's like don't beat yourself up for like what you could have done in a situation because, you know, bro, it's just like it's not always in your complete control because your logical brain sometimes just like shuts off in that moment. So that was kind of the first look. Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well. That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. First, you know, escapade of this weekend. So I hesitated on whether or not I was going to share this because I feel like, I don't know, I just don't really like to share like too much of my personal life and stuff and like relationships and things like that. But bro, this was just so... <laughs> Not like so fucked up, but just like so annoying that I'm like, you know, at least let me get some content out of this. Have you ever been in like a blind date situation or like your friend is with their boo and then he's like, oh, I'm going to bring a friend for your friend. <laughs> Please remind me to never do no shit like that ever again, because 
I feel like in general, I don't like doing that because in general, I just don't really like being around men, <laughs> especially men I don't know. And I don't want to commit my time to someone that I don't know. Often it's like a waste of time. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, this is how you meet people. If anything, it'll be a story. So <laughs> I'm third wheeling for like the longest time. And I'm literally about to leave. Like, I'm like, this is awkward. Like, I'm by myself pretty much. Like, it was loud in the establishment we were at. And like, we weren't able to all really talk as a group because we were sitting at the bar. So it was just like really awkward for me. So I'm just like, I'm going to leave, guys. Like, this has been great, but it hasn't. So let me dip. And they're like, oh, no. Like, my homeboy is about to come, like, right now. And I was like, okay. And then he did. My immediate... Y'all know how I was talking about, like, you've got to pay attention to your immediate vibe of someone as soon as they are in your presence. My immediate vibe of this dude was like, oh, he's like a fuckboy. Like, I just could feel it. Like, I'm like, he's like a player. Like, he just had that kind of, like, swag to him. Like, I could just tell. Um, But he was He was cute. So I was like, whatever, let me just entertain this, whatever. So he's cool, like we're chatting. I find out he's a Sag, so you know, I'm a Leo. So we're just like having like some discourse. <laughs> and like, especially in a, situ- in a situation like this where I don't know you, I don't like you in the sense of like, I just don't like you yet. You're not like my crush or anything. I will be 100% myself. Like I will talk about Jersey Shore. I just like don't, I'm just like bring all the just quirkiness out because I want you to know what type of person I am. And like, I'm not just like a, like I'm not just like a pretty face, you know? Like I can talk about deep things like Jersey Shore. And like, I'm going to use all my little catchphrases. Like I don't care because I don't know you. I mean, I feel like in general that I just like to be myself in that way. Cause it's like, you're either going to get it or you don't. <laughs> Someone's like, let's not waste our time. I feel like he's finding it amusing. Like, whatever. It's not like, I'm like, oh, this is horrible and I want to leave. It wasn't awkward. Like, it was just like, whatever. So we decide we're going to go to a second location. And it's kind of like far, not far, but just like a little out of the way for me. And I'm just thinking in terms of like getting back home. I was like, Ugh. but I was like, you know, it's early. It's Friday. Let's have some fun. Like, I don't, again, I don't really go out, especially at night. So I was like, fuck it. And it was early. So this man is like driving us. So first like major red flag. (laughs) This is so fucked. Like who does this? Okay. So I was sitting in the passenger seat. He's driving. My friend and the other guy are in the back. We're going to this like other restaurant type of place. We're going to like grab some food. He's playing music, whatever. I ask him to play this Gunna song. He plays it. And then he hands me his phone to like be DJ. And I was like, oh yeah, I love that. I love being trusted with the ox. So I choose another Gunna song, 25K Jacket. And then I do one other song as play next in Apple Music, in his Apple Music. And it was a Dolph song. So I hand his phone back to him. And 25K Jacket comes on. He skips it. (laughs) The Dolph song comes on. Literally two seconds of the song play, he skips it. (laughs) And it's not like he's trying to be funny. Like, it's not like he's like, ha ha, yeah, this is a good joke. Like, he just like does that. And I was like, whoa, who, like, I feel, okay, this is the thing, like, he was obviously into me, just in the sense of, like, he thinks I'm attractive. If you're, this is your first time meeting a girl, meeting anyone, I feel like if the roles were reversed, if it was a guy I was interested in, I was driving, and I was like, oh, pick a song. I would play the whole song through, just, even if I hated the song, just out of, like, to be nice, like, why would you hand me your ox and you skip 
both songs I and I only chose two songs and they're good songs like it's not like I'm like like this is the type of music he had been playing the whole time so I'm like you know I think about the vibe in the car I'm like okay what fits the mood right now it's not like he handed me his phone and I'm playing like Justin Bieber like yeah I wanted to but like okay that's you know I'll stick to the current vibes like <laughs> I'm a good DJ like I can feel the vibes of the situation like play a song that represents it skips both songs. I was just like whoa <laughs> That was, like, very off-putting to me. I would never do that, like, to anyone, to my friend, to my sister. Like, I just wouldn't. Unless it was, like, a really triggering song for some reason. Or if it was, like, a super sad song. I'm like, maybe, like, can we have a different vibe? Like, can you choose something else? But, like, I wouldn't just, like, skip, skip. <laughs> like, it was, like, comedic how he just didn't even think about it. So, anyway, we get to the second location. He parks. We're walking. My friend and her dude are walking ahead of us. We're walking. And then he just, like, falls back and is, like texting I think on his phone for a while to the point where I call out my friend's name and they look back and then me and her start walking together <laughs> and the boys are in the back because I'm just like is he texting like a girl like does he have a girlfriend like it was just weird because he never said like oh hold on I gotta get this or like oh one sec like even if he was texting a girl you could just be like oh one sec I have to answer this like it's like I don't know you but it's just like it's rude to just fall back and ignore me and to not walk with me on the street, like, even just as a safety, like, I don't know, like, it was just weird. So we get to the establishment, we get a table, I think, we sit down, and then my friend and I are gonna go to the bathroom. Because this whole time, like, we both have to pee, and we've been, like, announcing this, like, oh, we have to pee, we have to pee. So we're like, okay, we're gonna go to the bathroom. And in the bathroom, I'm like, I don't know, like, his vibe is like, I don't know, like, that was just weird to me, and the thing in the car, like... It's just very rude and like not thoughtful. In general, it's just like respect, especially when you first meet someone that you're trying to like impress. But also like I'm a Cancer of Venus and Mars and I just like someone who's very thoughtful and caring, okay? So I already know like this is a no for me. <laughs> you blew it already. So we get back and his vibe is just like completely changed. Like, and I think it started when we were walking and he kind of fell back. Like, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but like ever since that point, his vibe just like completely changed. So when we get back, he's like, so are we cool? Like, is everyone friends? And I was like, what? Where did this come from? Like, what? I was like, yeah, what do you mean? Like, and I'm just like acting normal because again, like it's not an unpleasant time. Like I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat, but then I'm just, I'm going to go home. Like, you know, I will spend this time. Like it's a funny memory. Me and my friend will share, but it's not like he was so horrible and rude. I was going to like leave right then and there. Maybe I should have, but... So then we're like all four sitting at a table. <laughs> and the music that they were playing at this place was just like... This was like not the vibe. <laughs> they should have let me DJ to this event. Um, but it was just like... I don't even want to say electronic music because that makes it sound better than it was. It's just so not like my vibe. And I think none of these people's vibes of who I was with. Electronic pop remixes like of hip hop songs. It was weird. And it wasn't just like, oh, not my vibe. It was just like not really good. Like if you're going to play pop, like just play pop. Or if you're going to play electronic music, just play electronic music. Or if you're going to play hip hop, just play hip hop. Like it was just this weird fusion and it was just like weird. <laughs> Like, it reminded me of, like, being in a grocery store when they're playing, like, saxophone covers of, like, Bruno Mars songs. Like, it wasn't exactly that, but that was kind of, like, what it reminded me of. <laughs> so my friend is just being funny. Like, we both like to just, like, laugh and be silly. So she's, like, dancing sillily to this bad music. And I'm, like, we're looking at each other and just, like, laughing. I'm, like, haha. And the guy is, like... I know you guys are like, what are you guys saying? I, I know you're having a secret conversation. I can tell just by how you're looking at each other. And we're like, 
Dude, because the thing is, we're not. <laughs> like, we're like, oh, this is such a funny situation. <laughs> it was just like, he got so weird and insecure. And it was just like, why? This was like the best part to me. So it goes on. Um, and, you know, him and I are still like chatting. And it's weird because he's like showing interest in me. Like, oh, like, what kind of guys do you like? Like, what's your type? Asking me questions like that. Or, or, oh, like, I know you get hit on a lot. Like, like you know, okay, whatever. But then, like, saying weird, insecure, things like that. And just also kind of being, like, rude. So we all eat. It's, like, fine. It was not, like, an overall unpleasant vibe at this table or anything. Like, it was not awkward. It was just, like, I'm kind of noticing these little things from this guy. So my friend and her dude are talking about going somewhere else. And... Then this guy, the guy like I was with, was like, oh, I should probably, like, just to me, not, like, announcing to everyone, was like, oh, I should probably, like, drive you guys back, huh? Like, I think he thinks we're, we're, we all, like, live in the same area or something, like, where we started. And I was like, oh, no, you don't have to do that. And then I'm like, why is he trying to cut the evening short? Like, they were just talking about going, like, somewhere else because it's, like, still early. But he's like, oh, I should probably take you guys back. I'm like, is he not feeling me? Like, wh why did his vibe change so much? It was so weird. So then my friend and I go to the bathroom again because we're, like, trying to... We're about to leave, basically. Like, we're trying to figure out what the plan is. And I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like, I'm just getting a weird vibe from him. His vibe really changed. So I think I'm just going to go home. And she's like, okay, I wish he would stay. But I was like, no, like, you and your dude should go have a little date night, whatever. Like, you guys should keep hanging out. But, like, I don't think this is going to work out with me and this guy. And this guy, again, is like, do you want me to drive you home? Like, I should probably drive you home, right? And I was like, no, you don't have to. And he's like, well, I'm just going to see how long it's going to take. Because I'm thinking two things. Number one. I don't want him to drive me home, especially if it's just going to be me because I knew where he lived and it was like, like where we were was kind of right in the middle of both of like our neighborhoods. So he would have to backtrack to drive me home. So I'm just thinking like, first of all, it's out of the way for him. So like, no, you don't need to do that. Also, it's just like, I don't want you to go out of your way and then expect something in return for this. Like, oh, I just want to be a nice guy doing you a favor by driving you home. So I'm like trying to be nice by saving you the gas. And then also like, I don't want you to expect anything from me. So let me just not put myself in that situation. So he, he turns and like checks, you know, checks how long it's going to take. And then he's like, well, yeah, you should probably just Uber. I'm like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? Like it was so weird. And I was like, yeah, that's what I said. I said that was fine. I never asked you. I didn't say this, but I'm just like, bro, I never asked you to drive me. Like, and so how are you going to offer something and then be like, oh, no, yeah, you should probably just Uber. Like, it was so weird. And it was just such, like, mixed messages. Because to me, that's like, you're not interested in me. You want to cut the night short. But then you're also, like, telling me all this stuff like, oh, yeah, like, oh, you're, like, you're so cute. Do you think I'm cute? Like, so it's like, like, what happened? Why did his, his vibe change so randomly in the middle? Like, I don't know. So I write that in there, like request my uber and i was like well it said two minutes so i was like thank god because sometimes these days they like take a while to come so i'm like okay bye guys like come on and my friend's like oh we'll walk you to it and i was like okay the guy's like oh are you the type to ghost like are you gonna text me and i was like oh for sure <laughs> yeah great we'll talk soon <laughs> i was like so happy to leave so that was that um and then i was like i don't think he's gonna text me bro he fucking texts me the next day hey what's up because he was like, oh, can I at least, like, at the end, like, can I at least get your number or something? So it's like, are you interested or are you not? Like, my my thought was like, oh, is, does he have another date after this? Which would be fine. But it's just like, you could just go about this in such a nicer, smoother, classier way that wouldn't have me, wouldn't leave me feeling just confused and like, you're not into me or like, you are into me, but you're like, insecure or like, I don't know. 
I never replied, sorry to ghost, but you were rude and weird and like, ew. And like I said, I got fuckboy vibes from the start, even before he did anything. That was just my immediate kind of like reaction of him. So, so that was like fucked. Like I wasn't like upset or anything, but I was just like, that was so weird. Like I'm just used, <laughs> sorry, but I'm just used to guys, especially in a situation like that, where we just met, they're obviously interested in me, just being like so nice and like gentlemanly and courteous and respectful you know, like, not men as a whole, obviously, what we can tell from that busboy, but just, like, a guy that's, like, interested in that situation. So there was that. And then um, on Sunday, that also was just, like, a bad time. People were being really just weird. And then this girl was, like, so rude to me to where I left after that, too. So it was just a weekend of me, like, leaving places early and being grossed out by people. And I was like, bro, I don't even want to be out right now. Like, <laughs> And it's just like, I know it's not me because this so rarely happens to me. Like, I just feel like to a certain extent, you do attract the vibes you put out there. And y'all know me. I am a very like on my good vibes type of person, especially when I go out. Like I go out to have fun, to enjoy myself. I'm not the type of person that goes around looking for trouble or that's rude to people or like, I don't have a resting bitch face. Like, it's just very like rare for like me to experience so many weird things like in one weekend or in a row i really think it's just um mercury retrograde but i know mars well mars wasn't even in aries yet but there must have been something going on that weekend because it was just like one thing after another and it was just so bizarre so <laughs> and on top of that too maybe this has something to do with it but like i said it's been like cold here and it's like, I feel like people are kind of like, okay, like it's been cloudy every morning. It's cloudy today. It's been cold. It rained a little bit on Friday. Like, it's just like, are we back in February, March? Like, that's how it feels. So maybe people are just like, that's throwing them off. Like, I don't know. But I'm like, bro, I've literally had enough. Like, I was so, I'm so glad now that it's just like a work week and I can just mind my business in the house and like not be around so many people like that because it was just like, what the fuck so the moral of the story is to leave like just leave there's so many times in the past where like i stuck something out because i wanted to be a good friend or i'm like okay well this isn't horrible like or oh like i don't know it just feels too early to go home but it's like bro if the vibes are off leave because you could be saving your life seriously um or just you know saving yourself from an awkward interaction or just like unpleasantness and it's like bro like especially if you're out, you know, at a bar or something. It's like, you could just be saving money, saving time, saving your health by going home, drinking some water and going to bed. Like, I honestly should have left earlier on Friday the first time. <laughs> um, even though, like, it wasn't horrible, but it was just, like, weird. Like, I didn't have to go through this, bro. Also, I think another tip and takeaway is, like, I feel like in the past when I have felt uncomfortable or just, like, awkward or, like, the vibes are off instead of like leaving and exiting the situation like i'll just like have another drink and it's like okay now i'm not paying as much attention to like the vibes but it's like instead you could just like leave <laughs> and i think on sunday too what helped me leave was that i stopped drinking and i was just like i was drinking so much water because i just knew i wanted to wake up monday like feeling good like i wanted to go out i wanted to pop out kind of wish i hadn't but like <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, I don't want to stay out late. Like, I don't want to drink too much. Like, I just, I want to have a good time, but just, like, responsibly. So I started drinking so much water, and I just got so much more aware, you know, of... 
the vibes around me, the rude vibes, the off vibes than if I had continued drinking. And, you know, I've heard people say like, like especially people who are sober or even, you know, if you just like go out and don't drink. When you drink, it's like there's still weird vibes and awkward shit, but you just aren't aware of it or you don't remember it. But when you don't drink... (laughs) you're so much more aware of everything going on, which can sometimes feel so uncomfortable and awkward and just like, ew, why am I here? But then it's like you're making better decisions because you can actually react appropriately to everything that's going on around you and you fully remember everything. So it's like you're just more in control of the situation even though you have to fully feel everything (laughs) embarrassing and awkward happening. It's like at least I'm not making bad decisions because these vibes were still going on before I was just like drunk. Um... So yeah, use your liquid IV and drink one water in between each drink and put this in your tequila soda, okay? So I cannot wait for Mercury to be out of retrograde. It goes out of retrograde June 2nd. So we only have one week left, guys. We can do it. Let's just really focus on like what we've learned over the past month and like reflecting reflections and journaling and like you know, not stepping out if we don't have to. So now I want to talk about love bombing because I feel like that's something that a lot of us go through, have experienced, and I feel like it's also one of those things that is talked about quite a bit, you know, at least if you're on certain parts of TikTok or the internet. Um, But it's it's still something that can be so hard to recognize when you're actually experiencing it. And especially because it is summer coming up you know if you're single bitch we're gonna be outside a little bit you know like we're gonna have fun so before you get caught up in a summer romance with a narcissist let's just make sure we have some handy dandy tools to decipher whether or not we're being love bombed so this is from the millennial therapist on instagram 13 signs of love bombing they make grand romantic gestures slash give extravagant gifts they always compliment you they promote excessive communication they request constant attention they demand commitment they resist your boundaries they make soulmate claims they say i love you very quickly they're good at saying what you want to hear they feel too good to be true they make you feel like you're being saved they make immediate promises about the future and they put you on a pedestal. This is from bonabology.com, signs you're dating a love bomber. They'll shower you with gifts to win you over. You'll have little to no privacy. They want to know everything to a creepy extent. They need commitment now. Your boundaries won't exist for them. They'll be intensely in love and proud of it. You'll be gaslighted. They'll zap away, you'll be gaslit. <laughs> Why would they say gaslighted? They'll zap away your confidence. They'll have unreasonable demands. The relationship will be a whirlwind of emotions. They'll target your insecurities and everything's always about them. So I found this article, as I do, from verywellhealth.com, which as I always, I will link down below. I really like this article because I feel like usually when love bombing is discussed, it's usually a sign of a narcissist. And this article said that there's actually two major reasons why people love bomb. Because of a conscious desire to manipulate or due to unconscious or unresolved attachment patterns formed over past relationships. The desire to manipulate others can be a sign of narcissistic personality disorder. NPD patterns are characterized by a cycle of feeling truly better or more deserving than others, regularly seeking admiration and then hurting others without fully grasping one's impact or feeling remorseful. There's no standard treatment for NPD, but it is often diagnosed alongside other disorders such as depression. Many people who love bomb are narcissists who are looking to control their victim. They form a close bond quickly, often choosing people who have codependent tendencies or who seem vulnerable and inviting of a savior. 
then they will start to take control once they know there's an attachment. This just reminded me of that trend. Maybe you actually relate to this, but I feel like I see, I've seen this since the beginning of time, as in I used to see this back on Tumblr and now I will see it on TikTok. But just that theory some girls have or, you know, statements like, oh, you attract these controlling, manipulating men because you just have healing vibes and you're just such a healer that you attract all these broken people. When, okay, maybe that's true. (laughs) But I feel like often it's a sign that, and I myself have experienced this, usually it's just a sign that you have trouble in setting boundaries or sticking to boundaries and or you have codependent tendencies and like this article says seem vulnerable and inviting of a savior a narcissist is more likely to choose the person with codependency issues and someone who doesn't have strong boundaries over someone who is secure who has a strong sense of self a strong sense of boundaries who will stick to those boundaries because that's not very fun you know you can't really manipulate someone who's not going to I don't want to say not allow you to because it's not like it's the person's fault for, you know, being a victim to a narcissist or to love bombing or whatever. But I guess I say that without meaning that, you know, it's important to remember that not all people who love bomb have NPD. Sometimes love bombing comes from a place of unresolved pain and conflict. Our attachment style, which you know, I love talking about attachment styles which describes behavior patterns and relationships and how conscious we are of it can drive us. For example, and I really relate to this um, in friendships, I have experiences in friendships. For example, someone with an insecure attachment style may love bomb in order to secure the relationship quickly out of fear the partner will abandon them. The problem is love bombing may overwhelm a partner and push them away, leading to sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. On the other hand, someone with a more avoidant attachment style may love bomb in order to feel in control over the level of intimacy. But once the partner reciprocates, they may feel overwhelmed by the closeness. Then they may begin to resent them or push them away, leading to what Steele calls the flip side of love bombing, ghosting. I feel like I've definitely experienced this in um, friendships. Like that's the first thing that really comes to mind for me as far as the insecure attachment style. Like do you ever start hanging out with someone a little more regularly? Maybe you feel like you're getting a little closer, but it's just like they're too much like they're calling you their best friend already they're saying all these things like oh we need to travel here together and do this together and that and it's just like it's nothing bad but it just doesn't really fit the level or the closeness that you guys actually are and often that can just feel like oh this is like too much you know i feel like especially in a friendship when there's not that romantic aspect involved it's just usually like this is too much And it's not like the person is necessarily trying to manipulate you or doing this out of like, oh, you're my victim. But it's just like, this is how they think they're going to like secure their bond with you. This is how they think they're going to keep you around when really it has the opposite effect because it's just, it's too much. It's not natural. I feel like the best relationships are both platonic and romantic are a natural progression of intimacy and closeness, you know, through shared experiences, through vulnerability, opening up to each other. It's not like something you can just force through talking about it, you know? So I guess this is also something to keep in mind for yourself um, about your own attachment style. And like, we always talk about being love bombed, but like, have you ever love bombed someone? And maybe you didn't know. That also just goes to show like how much our attachment styles and I guess like subconscious beliefs, how much subconscious beliefs affect the reality 
and I guess trajectory of our relationships, both again, romantic and platonic. And I like what they brought up about the self-fulfilling prophecy because it's like you kind of think or even subconsciously think that you're doing something to strengthen the bond or the relationship you have with someone when really you're pushing them away. So until you're able to like uncover these things and kind of realize things about yourself and unpack certain beliefs that may be like really hidden deep down in your mind, you're just gonna keep falling into the same patterns over and over. And then that's when it's so easy to think like, what's wrong with me? Like, why do people always leave me? And again, self-fulfilling prophecy, like you're scared of someone abandon abandoning you. So you love bomb them to keep try to keep them around, but that ends up pushing them away. And then again, you're stuck with the thought of like, oh, I'm gonna be abandoned. So very interesting. I feel like this article is very thorough in covering all the different aspects of love bombing. Because again, I feel like when we typically talk about it, most of the things I have read about it or videos I've watched are about narcissists and love bombing and looking out for it, especially like when dating men as a red flag. But it's also just something to keep in mind for like your reasonable relationships and not like, oh, this grand, not grand in a good way, but like, oh, this like extreme example of like guy that was a narcissist. The love bomber may want to monopolize your time with others. What might follow is an about face change in personality or level of attention. All of a sudden, this sweet person will become very mean, degrading and nasty. At that point, it's very hard to get out because you're attached to the person and there is hope that they will return back to their old self and things will be euphoric again. So it's just, it's so easy. And I'm sure you can relate if you have been love bombed by someone you're dating. And I feel like that's such a classic example just of abusive relationships. And I think just also a common misconception for just like the average Joe that doesn't really know that much about the psychology of the abused and just the patterns of thought. Obviously, if someone was nasty from the start or you knew they were manipulative from the start, you wouldn't stick around. And, you know, that's why it's so heartbreaking when you hear people say like, well, why didn't she just leave? It's like, it's not that simple. I'm sure you guys have heard the classic example of the frog in the boiling water. You know, it's like, you don't just throw the frog in the boiling water. You put it in the room temp water and then it slowly b gets to a boil. And by the time it's too late, you know, it's too late. And that's just why it's so hard to leave. Like even in like, you know, an extreme a case of an abusive relationship but then also just like maybe if it's just someone you're texting maybe at the beginning like they would text you good morning every day and we're so sweet and like telling you all these things they wanted to do dates they wanted to take you on oh maybe in the summer like we can take a trip they tell you exactly what you want to hear and therefore you kind of you do remain hopeful so when they start to switch up it's like that's why it's so hard to stop talking to someone or to leave that relationship because you just have that hope like why can't things just be how they were? You know, it's not like they're gonna be this horrible person from the start, like that, you wouldn't fall for that, you're not dumb. Narcissists are just very smart at what they do, so. One way to distinguish between normal affection and love bombing is to keep your eye on the level of intensity. Does this person go back and forth? Do they switch from over the top love to pushing you away? It can be helpful to think of a healthy relationship as a set of interactions where both members gradually learn about each other and construct their own rules and language. Another helpful tip for distinguishing between an exciting beginning and love bombing may be to evaluate intention. A healthy relationship beginning comes from a place of giving and love bombing comes from a place of selfishness. Giving comes from a place of you first, consideration, empathy, respect, and care. Dysfunctional love bombing comes from a me first mentality. So I actually found a TikTok, which is kind of what prompted me 
thinking about love bombing so much and wanting to talk about it, plus the comment on last week's episode. But it was a really great TikTok of things to say when you think you might be being love bombed. So she's just gonna go through four different examples. I love the sound of that, but I'll believe it when I see it. Mm, that is a beautiful thought, but we have a lot of getting to know each other before we get there. I appreciate all of your romantic gestures, but what will really win me over is consistency over time. So I'm definitely taking note of all of the nice things that you're doing and saying, but I hope you understand it's for my own self-preservation if I hold back making a decision about you until I get to know you better. And I think those can be good things to keep in mind or like have in your back pocket for even friendships, because again, like, not every love bomber is going to be a narcissist and some people just have an insecure attachment style and that's the way that they think they're going to keep you around so i think saying those things is like a good test how are they going to react because those are all very reasonable statements and if someone is reasonable they're going to respect that and maybe like i don't know take a step back like even if i'm thinking about past relationships with friends where i've kind of sensed like oh i don't think at the time i thought are they love bombing me but reading this article i'm like oh that's like what they were doing just because you know they had an anxious attachment style or something and i can imagine saying these things and like or some of them and you know getting a, a good respectful response back and maybe them like backing off a little bit or just like being like oh like you know i can chill out like I can trust that this person and I are going to remain friends even if I don't do all these over-the-top things and say all of these things and whatever. Not that that's going to work in every situation, but either way, I do think these phrases are just a great test of are they love-bombing me? Are they going to respect these boundaries or not? This article sums it up very well. A healthy person will say, no problem, I can back off, I want you to feel comfortable. A dysfunctional love-bomber will gaslight you and make it your problem. And if someone doesn't respond well to your boundaries, it may not be in your best interest to show them why they're love bombing. You can also acknowledge your own reaction to a love bomb. You might love it, like soaking in it and thinking, of course, I deserve this. Like, oh my God, I finally got the guy I wanted. I finally got the guy that's going to plan dates or offer to take me on a vacation or take me shopping or even text me good morning every day. And then they say, it's hard to turn away a tsunami of attention. If you see yourself love bombing or being love bombed over and over, try talking to a therapist to explore what pain and hurt may be leading you to these patterns. It might also be helpful to find role models and people who have healthy relationships. They end this by saying a good rule of thumb is to let loved ones in on your relationship. They can help you identify patterns from the outside. This is so true, y'all. It is so helpful to have trusted people in your life that you can open up to and that won't embarrass you or make you feel ashamed of like you know when something might be off i feel like for me like my mom and sister are my go-to people for like for anything but especially when it comes to relationships and dating and stuff like i will always like run stuff past them and i've definitely had thoughts in the past like should i be telling them this much like early on like i don't know but it's like no because if anything if i am embarrassed to tell them anything or I feel like I don't want to, it's kind of a sign in myself that something's off, you know? Um, and it's just so important to get that outside feedback. So that doesn't mean, you know, telling your business to everyone, but if you just have a couple people, even one person that you can just kind of be like, hmm, what do you think of this? Like, don't treat people in your life as therapists. 
Um, but just, you know, the outside perspective can be so helpful. And I really feel like, especially as women, that is our superpower is coming together and like, you know, helping each other out in that way and letting each other know like, no, that's fucked up what he did. And yeah, and obviously therapy is going to be even better because that's like a complete unemotionally involved third party. Um, but yeah, even just, you know, running past running something past like a trusted friend, like, oh, is this text like fucked up? Or like, do you think them offering me to take me on a world tour and buy me a Chanel bag in the first day is like too much? (laughs) Do you think them calling me the love of their life the first day we meet is like too much? (laughs) Um, anyway, so yeah, this was actually super, this article was super helpful for me. So I hope you guys got something out of it. I feel like I definitely learned more about love bombing, especially just in that sense of like, it's not always the sign of narcissism. Um, Sometimes it's just the sign of like an insecure attachment style and there are ways to identify it and to get through it. And yeah, I think, dude, you know what's like so funny is I just kind of realize like as I get older, that like the older I get, the more I believe in slash relate slash appreciate like, I don't know, posters that teachers would have in their classrooms or like, just like cheesy, <laughs> maybe it's like fucked up for me to call something like this corny, but you know, like, like the power of like hope or something like that. Like, like hope that we, that one can like overcome patterns in our life, in our subconscious behavior, in our beliefs about ourselves and what's possible. It's like, you can change. And it's like, okay, yeah. I mean, you know that to some extent, but then when you really realize, like, oh, like, if I've been experiencing the same kind of relationship over and over, like, it is possible to change that and to be different moving forward. And I guess just, like, realizing how, at least for me, like, how much power I have in changing my life. It's like, you just have to want to. And I mean, obviously, like, some things are a lot harder than others. Like, and me saying that is not saying that it's an easy process or comfortable or anything like that, but I guess just the hope that it's possible. And I think also just, not that I'm about to start talking about anxiety or anything, but just like, y'all know me and my anxiety journey, like just learning so much about it, reading books, trying therapy, et cetera, like just the realization that, oh, it's possible to overcome something like this. Like, it's not something I have to just like live with forever. It's like, there are coping mechanisms. There are things you can do to get past things that you want to change in your life. It's like, yeah, sometimes the word hope just seems so corny. <laughs> it's like fucked up. But it's like, it's true. Like having hope, like I can change this and it's going to take hard work and like a lot of like mental breakdowns along the way, but it's like, I can change this. <laughs> so I will link that article down below as well as one by the New York Times that I um, didn't really reference. But if you guys just want to learn more about love bombing and as always, I would really recommend the book Attached because it just goes a lot more into the different types of attachment styles and it just has like worksheets in there and it's just such a thorough, great book. Um, So if you're curious about it, I would definitely recommend reading that as well. This is kind of like getting to be a long episode, like the camera died on me. So I am going to end this podcast by asking you guys, what are your summer rules? I was going to put this on my story and have people submit stuff, but just saying like, oh, what's your summer rules? Just didn't encompass the right energy. So I'm going to tell you mine And then like, if you guys can think of a way I can phrase it to put on my story so people can submit them, like, 
and it will just make sense because like summer rules just sounds like oh yes like I shall work out three times a week and like I don't know. Like, I want it to be more, like, fun and flirty and fresh than that. But I just didn't really know how to phrase it. So if you have an idea, let me know. If not, it's cool. But um, this is the summer vibe slash rules for me. Number one, like we already talked about, just leave. If I'm not fucking with a vibe, if I'm just not feeling it, I'm just going to go home. Period. Like, and I think in the past, like, I just would always want to, like, just stick it out. Just wait. Like, just wait and see. But sometimes it's, like, the best thing is just to leave. Trust your gut. Okay. Try new events and activities. This also goes into what I was saying about, you know, just being mindful of the the energy that you're around and the type of people that you want to be around and to attract in your life. And especially, I mean, for friends, but also for dating. Like, bro, you can't keep going to the same little club and expect to meet a different guy than the guys you've already met there, you know? Like, so just trying new stuff like a comedy night or like, just going on Eventbrite and looking for different events or like, I know, especially in the summer in different cities, like there'll be like night markets or like just any kind of cute, like, I don't know, like a food vendor event or just like anything fun like that. Like not necessarily a farmer's market, but like some kind of vibe like that, like <laughs> something chic, something different. Um, don't get me wrong. Like I love, I love a day party sometimes. Like I love going to brunch, but I just need to switch it up sometimes and If you're like me, it's just very easy to stay in your routine and go to the same places and do the same shit over and over. So I personally, that's one of my main rules is just to try different shit. Drink responsibly. So that means drinking a water with each drink, having your liquid IV or some form of electrolyte. I love a liquid IV because you can bring it in the club with you like or into the bar, like whatever. Like it's so great. Um... Don't accept drinks from strangers. If a man wants to buy you a drink, go to the bar with him and watch them pour it and grab it yourself. Um, Cover your drinks. I really do want to get one of those scrunchies that has like a drink cover on it. Um, Don't leave with a random. And hopefully just don't get to the point where you would leave with a random. Just like be safe, dude. Um, And also just put your mental health first. So... You know, as far as like drinking goes and everything, like just don't drink if it's going to make you feel anxious or shitty the next day. Get safe sun, heart, SBF. That's what I wrote. (laughs) I don't know about y'all. I feel like most of us will relate. I feel so much better when I am out in the sun. Like even if I just go lay on my roof for like 20 minutes, I feel recharged, but I also feel relaxed and I just feel amazing. So it's important to do that. But of course, wear your sunscreen, your face sunscreen, your body sunscreen, a lip sunscreen. I don't know about y'all. My lips always get burned. So I really need to find like a good moisturizing SPF lip balm. I have just been putting my spray Neutrogena sunscreen on my lips and it seems to work, but I just want to get a specific lip (laughs) sun balm or lip balm. Um, So get safe sun. (laughs) especially if you're white like me and will burn in this California closer to the equator sun. So also, I don't know about y'all, but I always bring like, I have like this lightweight cotton towel slash blanket. Like it's not really towel material, but it's just kind of this light summer blanket. And I always bring that with me like to the beach or like to the pool or whatever. So I can cover like my face with it or my body. I always wear a hat. Um, so yeah, and you're going to thank yourself when you're older, but definitely use that SPF. Um, also experiences over things. So especially with COVID, um, 
I just feel like I used to travel a lot more and I just haven't over the past couple years. So I really want to like travel this summer if I can. Hopefully I have like a few things in the works. <laughs> um, but just putting like experiences and memories over, I don't know, just bullshit that I'm not going to care about in like a year or a few months, you know? Um, like, you know, I love trying a new makeup or something, but it's like, Sometimes it's just not always, like, what I need. Sometimes I love a Shein haul, but, like, sometimes you just need to book at the flight instead. <laughs> so those are kind of my vibes so far. Hopefully this becomes, like, a list, and maybe it'll get to the point where I can categorize the list into more specific things. But let me know what your summer vibes slash rules slash, I don't know, are, and let me know if you can think of a way to better phrase that. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Let me know your thoughts on anything we discussed today down below or DM me on Instagram. Don't forget to share this on your story. Screenshot it, post it, tag me, I'll repost or take an aesthetic boomerang or pic of you watching on your TV or listening in your car or a picture of your scenery on your hot girl walk. I would love to see it. Thank you so much for your support and I will talk to you next week.